Hello, I'm Darren Heath, and I'd like to introduce Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers. In today's Strategic Insights podcast, Caroline is going to talk about interviewing part one. Thanks, as ever, Darren. Today, talking about interview techniques and what I recommend you do before the interview, the old adage is so true. It's preparation, preparation and preparation. Many people only interview rarely in their lives, so it's not something they've practised that much. And it can be easy to assume, once you've written a nice CV and you've been invited for an interview, that it's then just a simple question of turning up and being yourself. Well, I agree that being yourself, or rather one of yourselves, which I'll come back to, But if people are spending time interviewing you, then you need to be respectful and treat it seriously. And equally, you want to get the best out of it yourself, as you're interviewing them too, don't forget. And of course, it starts way before that, as you need to get invited to the interview in the first place. When looking for a new role, I've always treated it like a project. I've kept a detailed record of every job applied for, every interaction with a recruiter or organisation, using a spreadsheet which recorded every conversation, name and outcome, as well as next steps and time to follow up. I've tried to operate a system of contacting recruiters at times when they're most amenable to a call, which tends to be in the afternoon, I've found, as they're often busy following up themselves with clients in the morning. And whilst in a job and not looking, I've kept in touch with recruiters and always tried to help with referrals when requested. I've known many others, however, who simply refuse to treat their job search like an important piece of work. And I ask myself, how can that be? Isn't this one of the most important things you could be doing? It's about your career and future, after all. One of the first things to do before applying for a job, and then whilst awaiting interview, is to carry out some research. Research the company, research the role, find out if you know anyone who has worked there or is on the board or has been a recruiter for them. Anyone in your network who you can ask questions of, such as, what's the culture like? What are the people like who'll be interviewing me? Why is the last person in role left? Etc. And when it comes to it, find out the names of who'll be interviewing you and research them. Look at LinkedIn profiles, Google any news articles. Are they someone out there in terms of the media and social media, or is it very difficult to find them? By carrying out this research, you can A, assess better whether the organisation is the one for you, and B, be prepared in terms of the interview. Harkening back again to the ladder of inference, your interviewers will be making judgments about you as they meet you. And if you're one step ahead, you'll have a better chance of creating a positive impact. Of course, you'll have tailored your CV for this role, rather than just sending in a generic one. So make sure you've studied it, and that in the interview, your interviewers have the same version as you. Recruiters can sometimes reformat CVs and miss things out, or even get them entirely wrong. I've seen all sorts in my time. If you're asked to prepare a presentation, send a copy through in advance, and prepare paper copies as well as digital. Think plan A, plan B and plan C. Reflect during your preparation and be clear as to what, at the moment, you really want and who you really are and will or want to become over time. What are the criteria this role in organisation need to meet, including the organisation's culture, in order for you to really want the job? And if you find you don't want it, you may not want to go for interview at all as, although it might seem like good practice, your heart won't be in it. You therefore won't perform well and you'll have let yourself down, which is not a great feeling nor good for your relationship with a recruiter. Better to keep your reputation intact, as the recruiters will be asking the employer how it went too. And just don't be afraid to turn away from a role at any stage of the process if it's really not for you. 
As part of the preparation, you may have built your own personal communications plan, of which this interview can form a part. Or you might have a mini-plan just for it. Consider what are the top three things you'd like to communicate in terms of suitability for the role. Visualise a successful interview session and being offered the job. Spend some time on doing this in detail as, if you really want the job, then this will increase your chances of landing it. Think positively whilst not getting overly enthusiastic, which has the downside that you might not be receptive to your own rigorous assessment of the people and the organisation you meet. Finally, one of my top recommendations for anything that's important is get enough sleep. This is something most of us do not attach enough importance to, and I'm constantly reminding myself of. It's also quite difficult on the eve of something important to sleep sometimes, so you need to plan ahead and get a few early nights the week before so you have some reserves. On the day, ensure you've checked the location and set off in plenty of time in case of hold-ups, and you're there in good time to get through reception, etc. You might want to physically go past the location a few days before to familiarise yourself. There's nothing worse than being late for an important interview, and it will often lose you the job. Make sure you have a mobile number for the recruiter in case anything goes wrong. These are all really small and possibly seemingly stupid things to talk about in a strategically focused podcast. But again, I've interviewed thousands of people over the years and I see basic, silly mistakes again and again. So make sure you get the basics right and then enjoy. Thanks once again, Caroline. Thinking about the top three things to communicate in terms of suitability for the role sounds a good, clear plan to me, as does getting enough sleep. Next time, Caroline, you'll go on to talk about during and after the interview. Until then, goodbye from us and thank you for listening. Listener.